live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life. I'm Dr. Howard Rankin, along with my host, Leah Mattinson, in the show that gives you insight, intelligence, and inspiration. And we have all three with today's guest, but before we get to him, Leah, how's your week been? Have, have you been well this week? Have you been healthy? Have you yes. been... Healthy as a horse, no. <laughs> and I Which just, is appropriate, um, given that would... you like living on a ranch that's right (laughs) Uh, and i'm really excited about the guest we have today so i want to share this little story i know for you know regular listeners you know that i am really really well and that we have this huntington's thing in our family that that um you know is supposed to be incurable but i kind of don't believe that and about 17 years ago howard i was um I almost died from atypical pneumonia and my kids were really little. Yeah, they were, uh, and they're 18 months apart. And so my youngest daughter, yeah, youngest daughter was one. My son would have been, you know, two and a half. And so when I got home from the hospital, I really, I felt like there was nothing left to me. I weighed about 140 pounds, which for me, that's really, really light. And just, um, but I was sitting on the sofa and I just had both of my kids in my arms and I was looking at them, and my son was crying. He was so happy to see me. And I just had this absolute knowing that I was not ever going to be sick again. And I have not been sick, not a single day. I haven't had a headache, a stomach ache. I have, like, absolutely nothing. I was just, I was energetically healed in that moment. And so our guest today, um, when I heard him speaking on another show, I just thought, oh, it's like, this, this is what you do. You teach people actually how to heal themselves. And so without further ado, let's love to welcome Bill McKenna to the show today. Bill, welcome. Thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you for, thank you for having me. So what do you think of Leah's story, Bill? Oh, I, I, I love that story. That's a, uh, <laughs> she's, uh, <laughs> very, yeah, that your intuition and her knowing, she was uh, able to access that. That's, uh, that was great. Well, tell us a bit about your your journey and and how you got to be talking to us about what you subsequently will be talking to us about for the rest of the show. Tell us a little bit about your life and the the, the, the variables and the incidents that that factored into where you are today. Well, I, you know, uh, thanks, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to, to share this because it's, uh, it, it, it borders on the, the absolute ridiculous. Uh, I never would have ever thought that I would be here today talking to you about this or, or I thought that any of this stuff that I'm going to uh, talk about was real. Uh, I was spent my life um, very goal-oriented and focused and logical, uh, much about accomplishing uh, things, whether it be, you know, getting my black belt or 
you know, becoming a millionaire or learning how to fly helicopters and planes and acquiring them and you know, those sorts of things. Uh, my life took an abrupt turn in 2008 when I, I wrecked. I had a uh, large yacht that I wrecked in Mexico, and it forced me to stop. And I physically stop. <laughs> I would end up uh, staying in San Diego uh, for you know nine months when I had no intention of being there. Uh, all the while, this nagging feeling of, gosh, there's got to be a good reason for this. And um, in a nutshell, uh, it, it, uh, it all became very, very abundantly clear uh, <laughs> uh, after I had, uh, I, I called an old girlfriend of mine that I, that I very much loved, and, but I couldn't get along with her. And uh, I really wanted to be with her. And, uh, so I thought, I'll give it one last try. You know, I'm stuck in San Diego. I'm going to give it last-ditch effort, and I'm going to hold nothing back. And mind you, you know, I'm in my 40s, right? Never been married, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. So I had a long history, shall we say. And uh, so um, anyway, in an effort to get to know her better, I, uh, I noticed that she was really a good guesser. You know, she was, uh, I would, uh, I would play games with her like, you know, what am I thinking? And she would just like, uh, it's an orange. No, no, it's a, it's a lemon. It's like, what? I don't even like lemon. You know, I don't care about lemon. You know, if you said it's a Ferrari, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a yacht. It's a, you know, something, something I was interested in, but you know, I don't put lemon on my chicken. You know, it's just, there's no interest in lemon. So <laughs> anyway, incredibly good. Right. Uh, to the point where, um, you know, I was doing this all the time and, and, uh, I came to realize that, this, she is incredibly intuitive, and um, maybe if I just knew what it was like to be that, I would understand her better. We could get married, and you know, have a you know, have a family. And uh, anyway, fast forward, it all worked out. By the way, we we got married. <laughs> we have a baby. So my my baby's five years old. So it, that's uh, that all worked out. But um, uh, on the pathway to getting to know her better, I bought like 15 books of, of uh, psychic development, and I, I read one after the next. And, you know, after about eight books, I started to see a pattern. And, the, the, and all the books said, you know, you can have this ability, this intuitive ability, but you have to let go of the very dense feelings like uh, resentments and uh, hmm. you have to ultimately forgive. And I, and I was like, well, you know, those are my cherished possessions. You know, <laughs> you know I, I, was, uh, I was very good at holding on to a grudge and holding hmm. what I felt holding people accountable. So, um, on the other hand, on the other side of things, I, 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 you know, I know, I knew because I could see that somebody, you know, my, my girlfriend at the time, she 
she had this ability, and if I could let go of those resentments, and maybe I could, you know, get this intuition and stuff that she's got, maybe, maybe I, you know, that would be a good trade, right? So I was like, okay. <laughs> that would be a great trade. <laughs> That would be a great trade. So, how many? So, so you're living the lifestyle of the rich and famous. You're falling. You fall in love with a woman who's highly intuitive, and you figure that the only way to um, capture her really and to develop a, a good, really solid relationship is to become intuitive yourself. I just think that's brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I think for, the, for those of you who studied, uh, you know, done self development work and and been reading. Uh, I'd be curious what the 15 books are and hope you have that on your website somewhere. <laughs> All of us could develop a little bit of that. So how did you, so what did you do to let go of resentment then? Like what did you actually, you know, was there tools that you used or, or what did you do to kind of heal that part of yourself? You know, um, you know, part of it was, was merely just seeing something better, Right. It was a trade. Mm-hmm. The trade was there's something better than holding on. You'll get something. You know, it was selfish. You know, it wasn't something. You know, I'd always been told, you know, in church, a kid brought up Catholic and all that. You know, you got to forgive and Jesus is going to get you. You know, God's going to punish you if you don't. You know, and that didn't work. You know, I, <laughs> I wasn't. But, uh, but it was. In, in my own selfishness of seeing something better. And it, it, so it was the letting go of those resentments for something better. And the other thing was, is some basic new understandings. And the basic new understanding was that, that I had always been doing the best I could. You know, mm-hmm. whether it was fear, lust, greed, anger, you name it, I may have been overcome with something during a moment, but I was doing the best I could in that particular circumstance with what I knew. Ten minutes later, I would have done something else. You know, or maybe ten years later, I would have done something else. But in understanding that everybody was doing the best they could, that the, that they're just limited, uh, it, it, it enabled me to start to see things differently. I, I use the analogy, you know, my daughter. My daughter's in the high chair, and, you know, she's one year old, and she's got the food all over the place, right? <laughs> and, and there's a spoon over there, you know, a little baby spoon, but I don't get mad at her you know, I'll put the spoon in her hand, but she throw that spoon and the food's everywhere. And, and you know, you kind of laugh about it and you clean it up, but I don't get mad at her. She's doing the best she could with where she's at in life at this time with what she understands. And when her understanding changed, she started using a spoon and then a fork and then a knife. So, so we're all that baby in the high chair. We all just are at different levels of understanding. Another word for it is a level of consciousness. But with a new understanding comes um, new behavior. So that's that's basically it. Is uh, is there's many new understandings, and I actually end up, you know, kind of writing that book. The only lesson about it 
in the pathway, uh, the pathway that led me through my different under, new understandings. Uh, Bill, how did you um, how did your understanding of consciousness evolve? I think people would like to know that because that seems to be fundamental. How did that, as I say, that understanding of consciousness evolve for you? I um, I read so many books. I just I, I kept reading and reading, and I I ended up <clears throat> um, kind of running into accessing uh, different people started showing up in my life. And some of them were what, you know, we would call masters, saints, you know, real life, real life people that are like that. And, you know, how they, they, you know, the old adage, you know, when the student's ready, (laughs) the master will appear. And that happened to me. And, and, um, some of them show up, you know, where, you know, where I just bought a book, right? But the other ones are, you know, physical people that, you know, I, I ended up coming into my life. But um, how did, how did these, um, the consciousness, how did, how did my consciousness change uh, was a combination of, of both of those. Um, in, when I, um, saw a new understanding that it was much better than my old understanding, right? So, for example, um, my, uh, my, where I was at as far as consciousness was kind of fear, anger, and desire, you know, uh, on, there's a great, there's some great works done by a, uh, a professor uh, Dr. David Hawkins, uh, he's dead now. I think he died a year ago or so, 90-some-odd years old. But uh, you, people can look it up on the on the web. It's called Levels of Consciousness. Dr. David Hawkins, you can see his, his chart. But uh, it's wonderfully laid out. And understanding, um, for me, uh, I, was, I was at those levels uh, of, you know, fear and desire and anger. And these levels go up through, let's say, you know, forgiveness, acceptance, uh, love, unconditional love, joy, bliss, enlightenment. I'm, I'm abbreviating this quite a bit because we have limited time. But uh, as, as my, my uh, understanding uh, in each and every layer, what I came to understand is that it's, it is what was true for me um, was just that. It wasn't all truth. For, for example, um, when I was angry, I would see antagonists everywhere. And anybody mm-hmm. who could not recognize that that person wasn't an antagonist was not living in reality to me. Or when I was afraid... Uh, I would see things to be frightened of and, and that those dangers, right, uh, or threats, uh, if somebody else didn't see them, then, you know, you're living in la-la land, right? So, mm-hmm. so the um, new awareness or understanding or consciousness, for example, uh, in forgiveness, 
when I moved up to that level, I discovered that, oh my gosh, this is in my interest. I am no longer attached to that person. I'm free and I feel better. And oh, by the way, my intuition kicked up like crazy. Mm. Uh, you know, as I say, I, you know, I, I, it was very shocking the first times that it, that it happened. You know, you just, I remember sitting in Catalina and, and thinking to myself, okay, who's the, the next person that comes around the, around the corner? What, what are they going to be wearing? And I was like, oh, it's a yellow dress about knee level. And, and sure enough, the, you know, come around the corner, yellow dress, knee level. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but does that work with lottery yeah. numbers too? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into that. We're, we're going to get into that. That's, uh, that's the, uh, that is um, something that was a whole nother level of understanding and, and what, what keeps us from winning the lottery. What what is it? What is it that uh, keeps us from that? And and it has to do with our ego, and which I'll which I'm um, I guess I could just talk about it right now, if you if you want me to. Well, actually, we're yeah. coming up to the uh, break here, and I know that this is going to be just absolutely enthralling and fascinating. Um, so let's hold that till the other side of Master Your Life, and I'm really interested in hearing that. I'm sure all our listeners will. So we'll get back to that, Bill, on the other side of Master Your Life. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall? Has it been five years? Ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Master Your Life. 
To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm Dr. Howard Rankin along with Leah Manson and today guest Bill McKees who's talking about an increased in consciousness that leads to all sorts of amazing things in your life. We've just set that up really in that first section. Now, in this segment, we're going to begin by talking what Bill was just talking about, which is how to raise your level of consciousness to a totally different level by getting your ego out of the way, right, Bill? Correct, correct. So, um, so I'll, uh, I'll kind of preface this with there's different dimensions uh, or levels of density, uh, if you will. And these different levels of density or dimensions have certain characteristics. The third dimension, which is what most of the world is stuck in, the the, the overwhelming uh, majority of the world is has um, a lot of rules, regulations. There's a uh, there's yours and mine uh, institutions uh, in in the third dimension thrive. Uh, it is it is characterized by your focus being in the past or in the future with what, whatever's happening in the present moment as being kind of reactionary or out of habit. Lots of fear and limitations and fixed beliefs. Uh, the words always and never are, are used. Uh, and these, this goes quite uh, perfectly with with institutions, right? With uh, religions or work, you know, those sorts of things. So, within the third dimension, we have our ego. Our ego is perfectly placed in the third dimension. And our, our ego has only three modes. Only three. It's wanting is the first. Thwarted wanting, which is, I did not get what I want, and now I've got a feeling about that, or indifference. Now, um, I can, uh, just to show you uh, real quickly, that um, you, you jump in between all of these three modes all day long, and you jump in between it, these three modes with everyone. If you believe the work of Dr. David Hawkins, there's less than four-tenths of one percent chance that you're going to run into anyone that is not in one of these three places with you. So here it is. Uh, let's say, for example, you take a trip to uh, the the, um, the grocery store. And uh, you go to the grocery store and you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to I go into the grocery store, and as I walk in the door, I want to buy Coca-Cola. Okay, so, you, so you, you're in stage one. You want something. You go in to go get your Coke up. Uh, they're sold out of Coke. They only have uh, Pepsi or 7-Up. Oh, now what you want to take. I'm not getting what I want, right? Now, there's all kinds of other people walking around the grocery store, 
and they're just, don't even notice them. You're not interested. This is a disinterest, right? So I've gone in between wanted, wanted, wanting, and indifference, right? Maybe there's somebody who's there that's, that passes you by in the, in, the, uh, in the aisle, and you look up and you go, wow, that's good looking, and you say, gosh, I sure would want them to notice me. You're back to wanting again. Right, so you're jumping it constantly in between all three. You go to the you go to the line at the grocery store is very long. Oh, this is so long. I you know uh, you get your fortune wanting again. I'm not getting I'm not getting a quick service that I, that I want. So people are constantly jumping in between all three of these, and there's and what it does is it keeps you separated. Right, um, there's yours and mine. Right. And there's separation. So uh, the the subject of how do I how do I um, accelerate to another dimension or a uh, or um, uh, a different level of density that uh, that material reality becomes malleable. Now the one thing I didn't talk about here in the third dimension is that. It is the home of conditional love. As you might imagine, with the laws, rules, regulations, and, and the like, that it's conditional, right? Uh, you're born, and um, you go to school, and they got A, B, C, D, and F, so that's conditional. The police and the court systems, those are, those are all conditional acceptance. Uh, everything in your entire life is conditional. Even romantic love, by its nature, it's in the third dimension, and it's conditional. If, uh, let's say, for example, your husband or wife uh, ends up, you know, you, you come home and they've got some other uh, other lovers and that you didn't know about, and, you know, oh, all of a sudden, you know, okay, you know, we're not going to be together, right? So you, you, the conditional love is, is I want something from you, and if I don't get that, then it's over, right? And whatever that might be. Now, uh, in the fourth dimension, there yeah, it's characterized by unconditional love. And unconditional love um, is the way I break it down for people is love that is unattached to an outcome. That's a very important, um, uh, just, to, just that little understanding that if I have a good feeling towards you, but it's not attached to an outcome. That little bit of understanding uh, will enable you, the very first part of it, to actually perform a miracle. Um, you know, I'm not at all uh, into um, religions. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I see the golden thread truth in them, and I am, and I've I've uh, studied yeah, everything from Kabbalah and Catholicism, you know, Hindus and Vedic texts, and you name it. And uh, there's there's the tremendous truths in, in all of these different religions, and and many beyond what the ones I've, I've just mentioned. But um, uh, there, uh, the, the thing 
that they all have in common is that they're all based upon a system of not good enough yet. And that not good enough yet, it means you're going to go to hell if you don't do your do the right thing or purgatory or karma, right? You have to pay for what you've done in the past. So um, the uh, kind of a new understanding that unconditional love uh, uh, from whatever you want to call it, divine source, God, you, know, uh, you name it, is truly unconditional. And, and in the third dimension, it's hard to even conceive of that. But the beauty of this, and what I'm going to share with you, is that you can access this um, just to start with temporarily. And that access is done by just being unattached to an outcome. So the way, the way this works, um, and the reason, uh, and you'll better, with better understanding, you'll understand why winning the lottery is, is uh, extremely hard, uh, is that in, in wanting, right, you think about the lottery and you think about wanting all these things. You want to win it. You want the freedom. You want to give the gifts to other people. You want, you name it. It's all about wanting, right? So um, this is this keeps us separate from uh, our ability to actually manifest. And um, the way that I that I typically will teach is that I, I teach people that they can actually uh, take away someone else's pain. Uh, physical pain, and they don't. That other person that they're taking away their pain, they don't have to believe. Diddly ding dang dong, they don't believe nothing. But just through you entering into this fourth dimension, level of density, that you can do this uh, within literally minutes. And I'm going to show you how to do that by the end of this show today. Um, but it's, it, it can be utilized for physical pain. You can not only do that, but you can also uh, take away emotional pain. And you also have the ability to uh, do other things like manifesting things. The thing that, uh, once again, the thing that's keeping us uh, from being able to manifest is that we drop down into this third dimension of wanting, torture, wanting, and indifference. So I'll stop talking for a second. I'm sorry. I've just been blabbering on. Don't, if you have a question, go ahead. People are not aware that there is even an alternative to that. And that we are, we spend a lot of our time in the unconditional, um, or I should say conditional, conditional. love uh, of ourselves. Like we, It's not even necessarily the uh, external to other people where the first thing that we wake up in the morning, um, we're not happy with ourselves. So <laughs> I think it's just for people to get the understanding of that there's other, there's other ways to think and feel and act and that um, is that's an amazing gift in and of itself uh, so understanding so is there beyond fourth dimension is there other dimensions you, you alluded to that there might be more even there is 
there's a there is a fifth dimension as well, and in the fifth dimension, in the so in the in the third dimension, uh, we have linear time. There's a clock. We're all familiar with it, right? Tick tock, tick tock. Twenty four hours on a you know makes up a day. You know, three hundred sixty five days in a year. So. Um, in the third dimension, we have linear time, and your time, like we talked about in the past, is focused on the past and the future, and then your reaction is uh, right now, is whatever's going on. You're kind of out of, out of habit, for example. Um, the, in the fourth dimension, now, the, the example I use is near-death experiences. Many, many um, people have gone through near-death experiences, and one of the mm-hmm. things that everybody comes back with is that that time, um, once they went through this near-death experience, is like all time became one. Everything was happening all at the same time. So one of the things we know is, is that as we shift dimensions, time becomes malleable. In the fourth dimension, time speeds up. And in the fifth dimension, time is all one. Everything is happening simultaneously. Now, um, in the fifth dimension, uh, it's characterized by peace, uh, peace, bliss, joy, uh, pure consciousness. Uh, you're seeing through the eyes of God, meaning you see the perfection in everyone without any judgment. And um, in this in this dimension, on the fifth dimension, if you think apple, oh, apple appears. If you think uh, if you think um, uh, I'm flying, you fly. So um, most of the people experience this type of thing after death. There are some yogis that that, that also, you know, on, in this dimension experience experience this. In the fourth dimension, um, time becomes malleable uh, and speeds up, and the focus is on the now. Having said that, uh, the fourth dimension is like an, a dimension where you you've got the training wheels on, on your on your bike still. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason I say this is because uh, in the in the fourth dimension we learn the the art of letting go, letting go of judgments and assumptions. Right? Well, mm-hmm. uh, we we become free forgiving, compassion. We learn to allow other people to be, do, and say as they wish. We learn that gratitude is is in my best interest. And unconditional love is actually seen in, in my own self-best interest instead of something that's impossible to attain. In, in seeing these uh, benefits, and it will help one to Stay there in those in those states. But um, the reason that that I call this you know, dimension of getting you know you got your training wheels on is because where it sounds super to be able to think oh if I just thought apple boom oh, apple appears in my hand well if you have any negative thoughts those things equally they appear just as fast so. It's a it's an area that you kind of learn to you know complete.
completely be in those compassionate, allowing, and, and unconditional loving states. So, so you're kind of trying it out, shall we say? <laughs> and uh, and it's important that this dimension exists because um, you need that kind of mastery as you head into the fifth dimension. Uh, imagine the chaos that one would create if they were just um, creating. Uh, everything that they thought about. You know, as I say, would you like to be standing next to you if you were in the fifth dimension this week? <laughs> you know, it, it, you, you might create some, some chaos. So that's, uh, those are, those are kind of the, uh, the, four, the uh, four dimensions. And um, is that, any questions? Yeah. On that? Well, uh, that's very interesting because um you know, we see, and as a writer, I see this and participate in it a lot, you know, that so much of self-development and, for want of a better expression, psychological advice these days is all about knowing exactly what you want, planning the steps you want, and being very deliberate. I mean, it's so ego-driven that this, to me, sounds in total contrast to that sort of ego-driven, got to know what I'm doing, got to plan all the steps, got to execute. And so it's actually very refreshing. So I'm really interested to see how this manifests in people's lives, in their health and their behavior, which is what we will talk about in the last segment of this version of Master Your Life. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When was the last time you said, I love myself and I love my life? Can't recall. Has it been five years, ten maybe? Or do you quite literally not remember a time when you felt peaceful and joyful? Well, how would you like to be one of those special women who glow because you're on a path to awakening and evolving consciously? If that sounds like where you want to be, but you just don't know how to get there, come join Leah Mattinson for one of her upcoming retreats in a beautiful, intimate, and very exclusive location. Dive deep in mind, body, and spirit. Go to reallifetraining.com for details. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet, but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, 
back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm host Leah Mattinson along with my co-host Dr. Harvard Rankin and our guest today Bill McKenna and Bill's been sharing his a simple method for profound healing um, and in the prior two segments we were really talking about how to uh, understand what these different dimensions are and then how to maybe access those dimensions to live a more, I think, happier, uh, more loving, peaceful existence on the planet and, and experiencing that in your day-to-day life. So in this segment, we're really going to drill into, how, well, how do you actually do this? <laughs> so, Bill, without further ado, how, how, how do we just do this healing, this simple method? Okay. All right. So... Um, <laughs> Now that we understand what our ego is made up of, right, or how it, how it <laughs> behaves, right, is yeah. um, we can start to understand how to do a healing. And it is extraordinarily simple. And I'll, I'll, tell, the, I'll tell the listeners that the first thing is, is just to imagine a banana and mm-hmm. then... I want you to imagine that you're peeling the banana. And now imagine an orange. Imagine you're peeling the orange. Imagine an apple. And you've got a knife and you cut the apple in half. Okay? So now everybody could do that, right? Uh, it's very, very simple. And, and as you imagine peeling a banana... There wasn't really any effort in it. You just, there's a banana and you peeled it. So this is the type, the very first thing I want to point out is that's the type of effort that's necessary to do a miracle. Meaning, hmm. if you are thinking, oh, I'm going to force this to happen, that sort of thing, that goes back to your wanting, right? i got to make it happen. Forget it. If you are, if you feel any different than I'm just peeling a banana here, I'm, mm-hmm. I've got a banana in my mind. I'm, I'm peeling it. Then you're, then you're putting in effort, and that effort and that wanting is what is going to keep the miracle from happening. So, no effort. All you do is, for example, I'm going to teach you two different methods to do this healing. The first one I'm going to call it the slow method. All you do is you, uh, first of all, you touch the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth. That completes the circuit of energy that's flowing in your body. You don't have to do this, but if you do it, it's like a turbo booster, if you will. The second thing you do is you see the person that is in pain, whoever that is, in bliss, in as absolutely perfect as they are the happiest you've ever seen them. And you want nothing. You don't look at the issue that they're having, the pain, the, uh, the tumor, the whatever it is, the numbness, There's no thought of that. There's only one vision. You can just see their perfection. You see them as happy and blissful. You do not want them to get better. That's right. I I just said it. You don't want Mm -hmm. them to get better. There is no thought of wanting anything, right? 
Another way to look at it is I'm unattached to the outcome. There's no attachment to an outcome. I only see them as blissful, happy, and perfect. You hold this for maybe three minutes, three and a half minutes, just this one vision with no other thought except this. And then you check in with them, how are you doing on your pain, is it less? And then you do it for another three and a half minutes or so and then check in with them again. And you, just, you keep doing it and you check in with them, right? Um, when you start it, if you could ask them what the pain is on a level of one to ten, ten being the worst and zero being nothing, that would be great. You know, that way you get some sort of gauge as to did this thing go away or not. So the, um, the second method that I'll teach you is if this seems to go even faster. If you, let's say, uh, they have a bottle of water or a cup of water or something like that, is you just imagine that person in the cup of water or bottle of water, you put the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth, the, the water is lit up like the sun, it's bright as the sun, and that person is in that water, and they are so happy. They are blissful. They feel so good. They are perfect. And again, there is no thought of an issue. There is no attachment to an outcome and no effort. Remember how we talked about no effort. Hold that in the tip of the tongue of that, hold that vision of them in the water for about a minute to two minutes. One to two minutes. That's all you got to do. And then you give them the water to drink and they drink a couple gulps, have them walk around. You ask them their level of pain. You know, let's say it started at, a, at an eight. You know, they walk around and the first couple gulps, maybe it goes to a seven. Take a couple more gulps, walk around, maybe it goes down to a five. Then take a couple more gulps, they walk around, and, uh, uh, you know, go down to a three and then a zero, you know, that type of thing. So it just walks right down. And it takes, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe you spend seven, ten minutes doing the whole thing. Uh, it doesn't take long, but just just have them walk and drink and that sort of thing. The critical thing here is you have exited your ego. You don't want even a thank you. You don't want them to be grateful. You don't want them to think that you're great. You don't you don't want them to get better. There's no no thought of them getting better. You're just seeing them as perfect and with no no wanting. You're not afraid of looking like a jerk, right? Like, who's this person think they are? Jesus, you know? You're, you, you just let go of all fear, right? All those, and these are all subtleties, all these little subtleties that will keep you from doing it uh, are attachments to an outcome. If I'm just unattached to an outcome, it'll happen. So the, um, that's, that is the trick. You know, I, 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 it's worth mentioning, right, that this has been known for millennia. 
in that the Hindus talk about doing without wanting. In the even in the Bible, the Bible had it as, um, and it got confused. The original language uh, that was when that was written, uh, what was spoken at the time was Aramaic, and um, uh, people it was misinterpreted that you should ask for things in Jesus' name and they'll be given. But the word that was used in, in Aramaic was basem. And basem uh, was not in my name. It was in the method of. So instead of asking for it in the name of Jesus, you ask for it in the method of Jesus. And what was his method? His method was you see the perfection mm-hmm. and unconditional love, unconditional love, having a good feeling and unattached to the outcome. Super, super simple. Anyway, this um, this has been known throughout the millennia, whether it's the Hermetic teachings, the Kabbalah, it, it's been known but covered over, and I'm just bringing it back to the surface. But this this will actually work. This works with uh, physical emotional, and then we're on to the lottery, right? Because everybody everybody knows <laughs> the lottery, right? <laughs> I had a problem with the lottery because I haven't won it yet. But the problem is, is that when I drop, I drop down into the third dimension, and I become separate again. Because when I think about the lottery, I'm like, yeah, wow, wouldn't that be great, you know? But uh, So that puts me into wanting, and I become ineffective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just as much as I would be ineffective if I if I did it during a uh, healing. Yeah, it's interesting. Sorry, go, go ahead. It's interesting about the lottery. Uh, Bill, I I did that, and Howard Rankin won a million dollars twice. Except it wasn't me; it was a different Howard Rankin. So, what was I doing wrong? <laughs> I, I guess I was wanting it, right? <laughs> it's true. There's a guy in Massachusetts called Howard Rankin who won the million dollars twice in a row, but it wasn't me. So so I just told people that you have to put your social security number in when you're praying, but, but clearly that's, that's, uh, that's tied to wanting. And so <laughs> this is just about manifesting and taking away the desire and just accepting that as the situation. I give you an example. Uh, there's a there is a woman who I know, who is very much uh, you know fourth fifth dimensional being as she's as she's living it. And um, it was so funny. This was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, she uh, she uh, wanted some um, maroon chairs, and uh, I, she was she was like you know. My, my my chair's busted, and, you know, I sure would like some maroon chairs. They would go great in the room. Anyway, within two hours, with two hours, uh, the phone rings, and uh, this uh, institution called her and said, Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're, we're remodeling down here, and uh, we've got these maroon chairs. Uh, would you like them? And I was like, what the, you know, it's, uh, they didn't call with a new car. They didn't call with paint. They didn't call with salt shakers, maroon chairs, right? 
but, but this this type of thing is is commonplace. And I asked her, I asked her, hey, how did you do that? And she said, well, gosh, I all I did is I, you know, I just thought about boy, maroon chairs would be nice, and I saw myself uh, decorating with these maroon chairs, and I, I, you know, I just. Uh, I didn't really have any wanting about it. I just was like, hmm, we're in chair. That would be there. Mm-hmm. That's good. And, and that was it. Um, but as, as uh, this is very, as I said earlier, with, as we go up, actually I maybe didn't mention it, but as we go up in this uh, chart of the levels of consciousness, as we mm-hmm. start to get into the higher ranges, which are unconditional love, joy, bliss, uh, that that range there, the miraculous becomes commonplace because it is it is truly unconditional. You're outside of your ego. You don't want. You don't. You don't. Not upset because you didn't get, and uh, certainly not indifferent. But it um, in that uh, the physical reality becomes malleable. And I think this happens to me for me all the time. So I told, it's like, I love it. And if it does, it's crazy. <clears throat> um, I'm, and I'm really reminded about like the not having an outcome every time I look at my grandson. And that I'm right in that moment of absolute bliss and reverence with him. And it's so easy to get there. <clears throat> and then I remember that and take it with me uh, into the rest of my life and the day. And, and so it's, it's just really a simple, a simple thing to do. And when you're, when I was doing the exercises with you, as you were talking about, you know, like holding the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth and seeing somebody in bliss, I see like, um, I see like shelves of bottles of people in them and glowing and happy. And, uh, and I can, I can feel that 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 has um, relevance for them. And it feels good to do something for somebody else internally. It feels good to think about them happy. Think about them happy. Like, that's just amazing. It's amazing for ourselves spiritually and our heart to be able to feel that level of bliss or somebody in that state of bliss. So thank you for sharing that exercise. That was it's awesome. Yes, Bill, it, yeah. it really was. And and we've got a couple minutes left, so I certainly want you to tell the listeners where they can find out more, where they can reach you, et cetera, et cetera. So we don't want to – perhaps you could tell us that. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, I – I have uh, the only lesson Facebook page. Uh, so on Facebook is the only lesson. My email is the only lesson at yahoo.com. And I also have uh, another site uh, that we just put up is uh, BillMcKennaEvents.com, where you can uh, yeah, you can see the uh, seminars and that sort of thing. Uh, and I have. Um, a YouTube channel, uh, which I have a bunch of short uh, YouTubes uh, that uh, is the, the channel is called The Only Lesson. Uh, there's interviews also available on uh, Gaia.com that you can, you can watch as well. That's wonderful, and thank you so much for being our guest today, Bill. I just think that uh, it is an incredibly profound, simple 
task or thing that everyone can do. Everyone and anyone can do it. So thank you again for your wisdom and uh, sharing and taking your time to spend with us today. Well, thank you. And I, I just encourage all the listeners, it sounds like utter, um, not true, but um, this will become true when it becomes true for you, meaning right. go out and try it. Try it, and, and right. you'll be shocked. You'll, it, yes. it works. Yeah, well, yes, and the show you said, uh, this is ridiculous, but I, we've had quite a few ridiculous guests, but this is definitely one of the better ones uh, we've had, because I do think it is valuable and imperative, really, that people try this. It's not that easy, I mean, the idea is easy, but to escape the ego with which we have, you know, how we've all been trained is a little more difficult, but I do absolutely agree that escaping it will bring you some amazing results. So thank you again, Bill. It's been great. Uh, we'd love to have you on again sometime. So uh, we'll keep in touch. And that's it for this time on Master Your Life. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life.